Moncrief on News Talk. Now, a new survey in the UK has found that people would rather interact with their neighbours in WhatsApp groups rather than in person. It also went on to list the top 20 neighbourly annoyances, things like parking and barking dogs. And I'd like to take this opportunity to apologise to my neighbours about the barking. So have we grown to see our neighbours as more a hindrance than a support? As you know, Barbara Scully is one of the world's leading experts in annoyance and neighbourliness. Afternoon, Barbara. <laughs> Thanks very much. I'm just taking a note of that here to add it on to my TV. Okay. That's a lovely. Yes, indeed, you should. Yes, <laughs> you have, but you have like a pretty positive experience of your neighbours and neighbourliness yeah. in general. Yeah, no, I, I definitely do, and I'm kind of left wondering: is this uh, one of, another one of these cultural kind of gaps that exist between us and our nearest neighbours? I mean, I grew up in a, in a regular kind of estate not far from where I live, and that was a positive experience. And I guess. We've always lived in, um, you know, a regular housing estate in Dublin, uh, where at times as I've got older, you know, and, and increasingly I kind of think, God, I'd love to live in the country and I'd love to have loads of space and I'd love not to really know what my neighbours are doing. But at the same time, my experience has been entirely positive, which leads me to kind of wonder sometimes <laughs> that maybe I'm the neighbour from hell, I'm the challenger person. <laughs> <because> <laughs> um, I live you know, on a road, neighbours each side of me, um, and we are the only ones for quite a few houses that have probably more animals than most people have. Now, we don't have a zoo, but we do have a lot of animals, and so therefore I am constantly aware of the fact of how tolerant my, and how nice my neighbours are about the fact that our cats maraud through their gardens, um, that, you know, we have a big dog. He doesn't generally cause any any hassle, but I also have a family of foxes who I feed in the evening and I mean there are nights I lie in bed and I can hear them having a row and I feel like I'm going lads just keep it down for god's sake like, let's not advertise that there's four of you sitting in my back garden just at the minute having slices of ham um do they make so, a yeah, lot of I, noise oh they do sometimes yeah now I think it's mainly when they're mating which would be more in February and they they squeal they don't Ooh. bark like they make you no know, they they almost sound like a baby like they they scream um, and it can be a bit unnerving. Now, you know, they're, you know, it's part of nature. It's part of biodiversity. It's good that we're all in touch mm-hmm. with that. So I'm down with that. But I know some of my neighbours mightn't be. But they're all... It wouldn't be... Every, everybody doesn't want to hear foxes riding in their back garden, really. It's, it might be a bit yeah. of an annoyance. <laughs> Nobody's ever said it to me. As I say, I have loved right. it. <laughs> 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 Let's just leave it at that. But, you know, I mean, to me, it is a really, it, it is one of the great positives about living in a neighborhood is that, for example, and I mean, you know, some of my neighbors are now very good friends. Um, one of my neighbors has always been my good friend. We've known each other since we were seven and we're kind of besties and she now lives across the road. But as well as her, there are others who were neighbors first and then became good friends. And it's brilliant, like, to be able to, for example, go on holidays and then go, oh, God, we forgot to put the bin out and it's bin day tomorrow. And be able to text somebody, go, would you ever mind pushing our bin to the end of the drive? Or would you ever mind Mm. bringing the bin in? Um, I have keys with two neighbors, uh, which was really handy when my kids were younger and locked themselves out of the house on a regular basis. Um, And I have neighbors' keys. Um, So that kind of stuff is really helpful. I also have neighbors who are willing to come in and feed my cats if I go away. Um, so, you know, this, to me, it's, it's kind of selfish to, to want to have good relations with your neighbours because it works to your advantage as well as to theirs. Yeah. Do you, now, do you, do you are you in a, a neighbourhood WhatsApp group? <laughs> yes. 
and it is <laughs> one of my favourite things. I love it to bits, and it provides me with endless hours of entertainment and hilarious amusement on a reasonably regular basis. I will never leave the neighbourhood WhatsApp group. I have it on mute because sometimes it does get a bit busy, but most of the time it just makes me hoot with laughter. Right. Okay. Because, well, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but there's this view that it's it tends to be largely populated with people giving out about the minutiae of, of where they live and going, did anyone see that fellow with the red hat walking down the street earlier on? And, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of a paranoid <laughs> thing. Oh, there is a bit of that. All right. Yeah, there is a bit of that. That's part of the entertainment. I mean, woe betide anybody who drives a terrorist state in a white van. Because it means to be kind of, you know, <laughs> did you see the fella in the white van? And as has happened recently, somebody said, we have a Tyler in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While the vigilantes were getting set to kind of wonder who it was. Or the other one I love is that, and I mean, we've done this. You, you know, you have a piece of furniture that's fine, but you actually, you know, need to get rid of it. Um, and mm. so you put it on the WhatsApp group saying, you know, does anybody want this chest of door, drawers, for example? And I'm always amused at the people who go, No. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want it you don't have to say anything you don't have to yes. go now I don't want that <laughs> or the other one um, the other one is you know cats seem to regularly not my cats cats seem to regularly appear does anybody know who owns this cat it's been sitting on a wall for an hour you know somebody goes yeah that's their cat <laughs> so as I say I'm never leaving the WhatsApp group it's great crack altogether absolutely great crack yeah yeah, but I and I know this was a, a survey in England, but certainly yeah. I don't know. Like in, in terms of when we've done items in this kind of pardon the pun neighbourhood over the years, you do get that sense of people, you know, increasingly don't really want to interact with their neighbours. They might be in the WhatsApp group, but that's a method of keeping them at arm's length. Yeah, but I think that's foolish. I think you know if you are living in a suburban estate where you are quite close to your neighbours, it is only in your, for your advantage to get on with neighbours. Now, it does mean you have to be a bit tolerant. As I said, I know my neighbours are tolerant of, of us and our animals. And equally, you know, I might be tolerant of certain things that, that, that they perhaps do. And everybody has to live to their own kind of, you know, in their, in their own way. Not everybody's going to be exactly the same as you. Um, but it is completely uh, in your own best interest to have good relationships with your neighbours because you can't avoid sometimes but dealing with them. You know, if there's an issue that, that you know, the, 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 the road or a couple of you need to get involved in, whether it's something to do with the council or whatever else. Um, so you do, you know, it's only in your best interest to get on with your neighbours. But I do think it's part of the deal that if you do live in a suburban neighbourhood like, like I do, um, and, and most people do, I presume, in Dublin, is that you have to be cognizant of the fact that you have got people living literally on your doorstep um and you know i was i was saying to 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 your researcher earlier like family life goes in you know phases so you know you have the phase of when your kids are small and probably they're maybe outside playing ball on the road and they hit the neighbor's car or went into the neighbor's backyard or whatever and you have to go and and negotiate that and then you tolerance on that if you're older and you don't have kids doing that anymore equally when your kids are teenagers and you go away on holidays and they have all their friends in and they're probably making a lot more noise than they need to you need to you know you need to be tolerant if that's then happening to the people who are now next door because they've got younger kids than you and i think most people do you know uh, but it is lovely to know that if you hit a crisis that you have got people around you who care um, so it's more than just, you know, just kind of um, practical things. Like I know 
if you hit a crisis, that there will be people at my door or WhatsApping me or messaging me saying, we heard what happened. Can we do anything? Can we help? And if you need help, that there are people there who can offer that help. Like, as you know, I broke my arm earlier this year. I had offers all over the place. If you need a lift anywhere, if you need to be driven anywhere, give me a shout. And I know that had I needed it, that those people would have been as good as their word. And that's, that's gold dust. Um, and, mm. you know, so I think, um, but I do think that my experience is not unique or uncommon. I do think in Ireland, we generally still do value that sense of community um, and that sense of living in a community and that sense of kind of caring for each other. And um, I think that's that's brilliant. Yeah. At the same time, I get a sense, and it may be a generational thing, that there's a kind of a slightly younger generation who are terrified that they might have to be friends with their neighbours, that if they're civil or they have a, you know, a brief conversation at the garden gate, <laughs> that suddenly Mickey from next door will be in sitting at the garden table, you know, at the kitchen table, they won't be able to get rid of him. Uh, that kind of thing. Even some of the yeah. messages that are coming in, Barbara, people are complaining oh. about you remotely. If you were my neighbour, Barbara, I'd be annoyed yeah. with your cat ownership on three grounds. Cats kill okay. wild birds. Cat food is meat, which has a high carbon footprint. And the third reason is just cats. Uh, cats. I, I don't know about the legitimate. <laughs> Thank you so much. All my cats, I'd say we have, and this is quite genuine, I don't know when the last time a bird was brought in. It does happen occasionally, but on average, it might be one a year. Um, the meat thing, I do accept, but we are a vegetarian household except for the animals. So, you know, I, I reckon we're okay on that score. We've still got, you know, we're still on the high moral ground there. And cats, yeah, I love cats. Yeah. Uh, somebody else says the neighborhood WhatsApp group is just awful. It's a mix of complaints about dog poo, alarms going off and people sharing footage from their ring doorbells. And don't get me started on them asking if anyone has a Dunn's 10, 10 off 50 voucher. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gone there yet, actually. God, I hope my WhatsApp neighbors aren't listening to that. We haven't gone to the Dunn's vouchers yet. <laughs> God, that's a, that's not know, a, that's a, <laughs> go on. But you know, it, it depends on your attitude. You know, if you're going to take all these things seriously, remove yourself from the WhatsApp group. For me, I think most of it is absolutely great crack altogether. And it makes me laugh and it cheers me up. And, uh, you know, life is too short to be getting your knickers into a twist about, you know, people being a bit kind of paranoid about things. They're not doing any harm. Um, and it might be yeah. good for them to have people go, you know what? No, <laughs> no, nobody's noticed yeah. the fell in the white van or, you know, yeah, whatever. It so is I a think, bit uh, sad, though, that people will move into communities and then not really want to be part of it or, or somehow have a fear of it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I think it's up to you, whatever, whatever you want to do. But certainly with your closest neighbours, I think it's really good to have good relationships with them. I mean, it's like the way countries have good relationships generally with the countries next door to them generally, or they see that it's important uh, because you are sharing a lot of similar space and therefore it's only to your advantage. You don't have to be having dinner with them twice a week. You just need mm. to be able to go out your front door and have a few words and make a bit of chat and kind of know what's going on and offer help if you think it's needed. Um, and that will only work to your advantage. And as I say, in my experience, um, in all of the places I've lived, that's always been the case. And actually, I was thinking just as I was holding for you there, my mother, as I say, I grew up in a, in a similar place and my mother lived there until she died just over a year ago. And it was one of the reasons she would have not considered downsizing or moving is because as she got older and she was a lot of the time on her own, the fact that she had neighbours around her who she liked and who she knew were helpful and kind and knew her made her feel more secure. And that was that was important to her. 
Yeah, I actually just got a message in from Imelda who says, I recently lost my husband and my neighbours yeah. have been wonderful. I'm very grateful to them, which is a pretty yeah. example of what you're talking about. Uh, Owen exactly. says he grew up in Dublin, but he lives in North Louth and the neighbourhood WhatsApp group is better than Netflix for entertainment value. God help anyone <laughs> who drives around either too slowly or too fast with a Northern <laughs> Yellow Reg car. Messages usually start with man in Northern Reg VW Golf seen driving slowly past houses in the area beware do you know what do you know what that comes up in ours as well the white van tends to be the, the reg whether it's an irish or a uk reg is always is always mentioned i don't know why but it's always part of the whole thing it's an irish because, reg uh, or to the yellow reg yeah but it's fun it's, it's like white van means what? somebody's coming to do work on somebody's house that's the obvious thing you're no, but if you're driving slowly if you don't know where you're going if you look a bit shifty mm. you know i don't know what triggers people but um look at it's it's uh it's all harmless it's all absolutely harmless nobody's going out with a gun shooting the fella in the white band as long as that's not happening that's grand <laughs> Let's you know we're not american barbara <laughs> barbara thanks a million uh take care have a nice weekend uh barbara scotty uh, there too. moncrief weekdays at 2 p.m on news talk